Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Money Watch ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Welcome to the Money Watch Show. It is Tuesday, April 11th, and we are here trying to help you make better financial decisions. And uh, it's very easy to do that when you are asking such great questions of us. If you are thinking about something that is remotely associated with a dollar, all you need to do is go to our website, jillonmoney.com, and click on the Contact Us button. And my cohort here is Mark Talercia. We are both certified financial planners. So, Mark, how do you think the new service, Jill on Money Live, we just had our first ever quarterly webinar about, uh, let's see, almost two weeks ago. How are you feeling about it two weeks later? Smashing success. I was, uh, I mean, I, I, I wasn't worried going into it. I knew it was going to go well. We were a little concerned about the platform. It was, a, you know, it's kind of clunky, but it worked. It turned out well. You were great. Ed was great. Anything with Ed is great. Yes. And and so we had an amazing um, night with Ed Slot, who is the IRA, Roth IRA expert. He's a CPA. He's got such a great way about him. People loved him. So, Mark, if people actually subscribe to Jill on Money Live today, they'll get access to quarterly live webinars, and then they'll also be able to be behind the paywall and see that Ed slot, right? Correct. If, they're, if they are a member, they will have access to everything behind the paywall, and then that includes the first webinar. Oh, that's awesome. So if you want to subscribe to our brand new service, it's called Jill on Money Live, where you will have access to quarterly live webinars. And we are actually going to be doing some more special content. And that content is going to include some extra sessions with me and Mark. It's like a therapy session. You can come on camera with us or not. Mark and I are going to turn our videos on. We're, we're like exposing ourselves. But if you all want to remain anonymous uh, in the Jill on Money Live community, you are more than welcome to do that. We're not forcing you to come out. We would never do such a thing, right, Mark? Never, ever. Never, ever. Okay. So today, Mark, we are joined by Art, who's on the line from Southern California. Hi, Art. How are you? Hi, good morning, Jill and Mark. I'm doing well. Thank Great. You. What's going on? How can we help you out? Uh, so I, I wrote to you guys because 
we're doing a good job saving, but my spouse, my wife, she has a 403B um, that does not have uh, a company match. I want to know if that's still something that we should consider using um, in our situation. I can go over all the retirement monies that we have. and Sure. You know. At Art, also, I hear a little someone in the background, I think. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> that's my son. My okay. wife kind of got him in the other room. So How, how old is he? He's going to be two in a month. Just one child so far? Yes. Okay. Art, how old are you? I am 46. How old is she? She is 37. Trick question, right? You're like, hmm, I'm not sure about that. <laughs> how much do you guys earn right now? Uh, so I earn just under 150 mm-hmm. and she earns uh, about 102. Okay. I'll call it 100 to be safe. Okay. And so right now, what is she contributing to the 403B that does not have a match? So right now, she's not contributing anything to the 403B. Um, mm-hmm. She has another retirement vehicle, and I, I think it's a 401A, although I'm not quite clear. It's a it's an after-tax contribution that she makes. Um, they take it, and they have a portion of that go to a defined benefit yes. section, and then the other is a defined comp- compensation. And so yep. she does uh, 6% to that. So she will have a pension. Once she puts a number of years in, how many years in does she need to put in? Um, she just started. She's maybe maybe five years into this job. So um, I'll, I'll need to get back to you on that. All right. No worries. That's fine. So, OK, she's been she just started. Is she a teacher or a nurse or what is she? Uh, yeah, she works in she, she's in the medical field, social worker. Mm-hmm. How much, do you know how much money she has saved in various either, so it sounds like this is a new job, but what about other retirement accounts? Um, the only other retirement account she has is a Roth IRA, and mm-hmm. uh, she currently has 65000 Now, let's move on to you. Okay. So, do you have a 401k or a 403b? What do you've got? I have a 401k. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, my uh, it's mostly traditional. I have a one2 uh, mil- 1.2 million? Yes. Holy smokes. All right. Traditional. Got it. That's uh, amazing. You're so young to have all that money. Good for you. Thank you. I, I, I feel blessed to, to have that much. I have a uh, an old 401k, which is about 29000 a Roth IRA that is 80000 an HSA. All right. I love the HSA. The HSA um, is currently at... Thirty-nine thousand. Oh, that's great! And how about money in the bank, boring stuff? We have uh, right now. It's in CDs. Uh, mm-hmm. It's about one. Let's say let's call it one eighty. Any other non-retirement accounts that are floating around could be an investment account, a fund money, like a play account, some crypto in the back of the drawer, and a on a fob, something else. Yeah, I have some company stock that was gifted years ago it's probably current value is probably only like ten thousand held directly at the company or in a brokerage in account? a brokerage account okay but nothing else in that brokerage account right in that one no i do have some rsus that are not um, vested yet also okay let's ignore those for now since they're not vested what about an education account for your two-year-old anything going on yet yeah i have a we started a 529 and there's about seven thousand in there Okay. So this is a lot of money that you guys have accumulated. Are you putting, so for you, are you maxing out your contribution into your traditional 401k? 
Yes, I am maxing the the 401k contribution, the Roth IRA, as well as the family HSA contribution. Okay, great. How how are you dealing with the 529? Just sort of on a, you know, every so often you put money in or is there a a dedicated amount you're putting in monthly or annually? Uh, At the moment, it's uh, as we receive gifts from family. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love the family, the gifts. And what about uh, your home? Do you own it? Do you rent? Where are you? Currently, we rent, but uh, we have a previous home that we've converted into a rental. Oh, tell me about that. Let's. Wh- why did you do that? Because you just couldn't live there with a family. Well, we wanted to live closer to family after the uh, uh, after my son was born. Okay, so tell us about the rental. How much is it worth? It's worth about six ten. Just about six ten. And what kind of mortgage is um, outstanding? Just a hair under three hundred. What's the interest rate? Three percent. Okay. So how is the cash flow from that? You get good rent on that? Uh, so on paper, we're right now, so I just, we just converted it within the last couple of months. So right now we're, okay. we're breaking even. Because why? Because you didn't charge enough? Yeah. <laughs> well, we, we couldn't get takers at the, uh, the higher rent. Um, so okay. we lowered it just to get somebody in there. How much is your rent right now for your primary, for your, like where you guys are 1500. living? 1500 Oh, that's cheap. And so you don't want to buy anything? Like, what's the game plan here? So the game plan is, yes, we, we, we do want to buy uh, maybe within a, a year to year and a half. You know, our son's getting big. So and, we, and our place is small. So, yes, that, that isn't the, the plan. That's what that 180 uh, in mm-hmm. the bank is earmarked for. Would you sell the other property or not? No, not at this time. Mark, how do you feel about that? It sounds like they got good cash flow. I mean, they're maxing everything out. It doesn't sound like they're, you know, they're being squeezed. And they just started, they just started renting this. So I, I'm, I'm okay with giving it some more time and see if they could turn a profit on it. How much do you think you'd have to spend on a house if you bought within the next eighteen months? Well, that's what's unfortunate about Southern California. We're, uh, yeah, right. Probably for what we will need, we're probably yeah. looking around around nine hundred. This podcast is supported by FedEx. FedEx offers fast delivery, more visibility, simple returns, and weekend home delivery to 98% of the U.S. population on Saturday and 50% on Sunday. With FedEx, you get picture-proof of delivery, ensuring you always know where your package is. Returns are simple with packageless and paperless returns. Plus, FedEx Ground is also faster to more locations than UPS Ground. See the FedEx service guide for delivery information. So, what are you waiting for? See what FedEx can do for your business. Absolutely, positively, FedEx. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, the coldest case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. So what my concern is, 
I think you're going to need to sell this rental property because I think you're going to want that equity. Unless this thing starts cash flowing a lot better, maybe you'll know within the year, but I don't want you to be so, um, I don't want you to be so attached to the idea of I'm keeping this as a rental. Like it's fine, but it may be that, um, maybe, maybe that you say, eh, you know what, let's sell it. Could you be open to that? Um, I think down the line, it's a conversation I'll have to have with my wife. (laughs) Because why does she want to keep it as a rental property? Well, I think because we want, we're thinking of generational wealth and passing it on to our kid and, you know, who knows. Maybe. What about the house here? What about the million dollar house? Well, we don't have it yet, so. Right. So when you have, but if you need to have it, I mean, you have a two-year-old, you're thinking about generational wealth. Are you guys both first generation? Well, second generation. Our, our mm. parents were immigrants. It's a lot to be thinking about generational wealth at this point. We have other fish to fry. So right now, you make together about two hundred and fifty grand. You have low expenses in terms of your rent. You know, if you had a million dollar house, it wouldn't be. You know, we're we're talking about a more expensive um, monthly nut. What do you think that monthly nut will be? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Well, just playing around with like mortgage calculators. Yeah. I think it's going to be somewhere in the range of about. Probably about forty five hundred for just the for just the housing or all in just the housing. Well, oh, so I'm not sorry, housing and like taxes, property tax. How, okay, and what about if you put in everything else, like everything you spend money on, including help for your kid, uh, you know, daycare or whatever? Like, how much do you think you need to live on in the future? Like, when I say the future, in the near term, it's really two years from now. It's not going to be, you know, let's say it's 1500 now plus, I don't know, 30, maybe you spend five or six grand a month right now. Is that fair? Our monthly spend rate is about 7500 7, All right. So if it's 7500 now, and then with the additional home, with the primary, you know, we're talking about more like ten or 11,000, right? And do you think that you're both going to continue working straight through? Like, do you feel like there's going to be another baby? Is it, um, is there some idea that, you know, one of you will work for a longer or bear that burden? Or will you both be, you know, pretty much like working for the next 20 years? So we would like to have another child. And at that point, my wife uh, has volunteered to stay home um, for for a little while, I, I think she would like to get back into the workforce. So, so stay home for a few years and then maybe mm-hmm. working part time during that mm. time and then eventually go back full time. Is there anything else in your financial life besides this house that's looming? Is there any other um, goals that you guys have? No, I think that's our, our immediate goal is just to get into a bigger home um, and then obviously fund retirement. And then if we can help uh, with education costs for my son. Okay, so retirement, but but bigger home comes first, yes. like in the, right? So it's bigger home, retirement, college. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Do you guys have life insurance? I have term life insurance. Uh, mm-hmm. My wife only has her, her employer provided life insurance. I'd get some insurance for her. Okay, yeah, we've been how talking much, about that. How much that. does she have? Maybe one and a half times salary. Yeah, she needs more because if she's especially if she's going to really be the primary caretaker, if God forbid something happened to her, you'd have you need help. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get her some term life insurance before she gets pregnant again. That's important. Yes. So then uh, what about estate documents? Do you have a will? Do you have that stuff done? It's in the works. We are working with a lawyer and we're drawing them up. 
I get what you're saying, get the equity, but uh, they just started subletting this thing. I mean, I, I maybe give it till the end of the year, see if they could turn a profit on this thing. Like, how long is the tenant currently signed at the current uh, rate? One year. Well, you tried to get how much in rent? 3200 But you're only paying, oh, because it's in a different area. Yes. So, so 3200 And what was the ultimate? What did you get? 27 All right. So you got 2700 a month. And that's breaking even. Breaking even when you say that pays for the mortgage, the taxes, and what else? HOA. Oh, it's a condo. Yes. All right. Wait. So that pays. And that's it? So it's $2,700 a month is the break even. Right. Yeah, but like, okay, I, I don't want to be an idiot here, but let's say that it even was 3000 or 3500 a month. You have $300,000 in equity. Like, it's hard for me to understand how that is better used sitting in a rental. Uh, yeah, but I, I would assume that you're not going to get them to unload this just because uh, what we talked about before. You're hearing that in the voice that I have to sell it not once but twice, and the person who's really obviously more attached to it is not on the line with us? Yeah, so I, I would assume that they're going to keep it for a while. I mean, the good thing is, is they do have a lot, of money, a lot of money saved for a down payment, so that helps. And I was just reading the email. They also have a, you know emergency reserve beyond that. Okay. What's the emergency reserve that you have? It's six months. Okay. I mean, but the thing is, just to be clear, if we're going to lose $100,000 of income, Mark— then financing the mortgage, that future mortgage, is going to be kind of hard, right? We're going to have a much higher interest rate, obviously. And, you know, we could lose $100,000 of income. So then how, how should we account for that? Something's going to have to give. I don't know if they're going to be able to save as much as they're saving. Yeah, that was the, my thought, that I'd have to pull back on some of my retirement savings. I feel like if it's the house comes first, and you have the house, we save for that. Once you have the house, you'll have a big fat mortgage interest deduction. You will be able to then switch over. She's going to stop working. She's going to have the baby. She's going to stay home. Now your income tax bracket goes down, top bracket 22%. Now you're going to be using, switch from the traditional to the Roth. And then you're going to have to be, I think you're going to have to be open to um, to selling the rental. Just my two cents. I feel like that's going to be it's going to be important because it's going to be hard for you to carry a million dollar house with a seven hundred or seven hundred fifty thousand dollar. Even if rates go down, like how much is it going to go down in eighteen months? Is it going to be three percent again? I doubt it. It's probably going to be more like four or five percent. So, Mark, let me ask you this: What is a seven hundred fifty thousand dollar thirty year fixed rate? Let's pretend. Let's say rates do come down. Let's put it in at five percent. That is about $4,000 a month. So there it is. There's his 4500 You know, so I think that this is going to be an expensive, um, and I think it's great to do, but, you know, this may be a, a, a situation, by the way, where you do put more down just to be able to float your cash flow because rates are higher. So, you know, we always talked about, oh, don't put as much down, don't pay down your mortgage, but when you're talking about 5 or 6 even 7% interest, then you're starting to really get into this uh, conversation around, well, wait a minute, uh, yielding uh, or, or producing a portfolio return after taxes of 5% ain't so easy. And so now we have to start thinking about maybe we would be better off using the money to buy down the mortgage, essentially, like put more money down, have a smaller mortgage amount. I don't know. I just feel like we have to be prepared for that, at least, especially given the time horizon. So I think that you're right, Mark. I agree that like 
I'm willing to just sort of be like, okay, let's see how the rental goes. Because maybe we're wrong. Maybe in 12 months, uh, you know, Art says, hey, you know what? Remember that $2,700 a month? Uh, it's now uh, $3,300. And now $3,300 is, you know, you got a little extra money. It's coming in. It's fine. It's still not great in terms <laughs> of income. I'll tell you why. Because, you know, then even, uh, you know, you have to really look at the real cash flow. It's just not cash flowing that much money for you, right? Because, you know, you, you know, that's like 500 bucks a month is what you're making over and above your expenses. So big deal. You know, it's like six grand. I think you can do this. I just want you to be, I want you guys to be open to the possibility that you might have to sell the house. That's all. If you're open to that, then I feel like I've done my job. You don't have to do it, but at least to be open to it. Other than that, she needs life insurance. You need to get your butts in gear and get the uh, estate documents done. So should she not use her 403B at this time? I wouldn't. Yeah, no. I mean, she's already doing the 401A, and there's, there's, no, there's no match. There's no incentive to use it. So if there's anything left over, I would just put it into a brokerage account. Yeah. Or, you know, build up the it'll build up the house fund, you know, the down payment fund. Right. That would be our plan. I did have a question about brokerage accounts. Is is there a benefit to doing a individual versus a joint brokerage account? No, not really. I mean, you have it's a joint asset. You live in California, you're a community property state, so there's no real there's no difference. There's no other debt besides this mortgage. No one has a like an outstanding big loan from college or grad school. No, we've right? paid all those off. I don't think there's, I mean, I would just make it joint because it's easy. Okay. What, where, what is it now? Where's that company stock in that brokerage account? It's individual. I mean, it doesn't matter. She just probably doesn't want you to <laughs> her money. I wouldn't trust you either. I wouldn't trust Art, would you? No, not at all. All right, Art, you're going to let us know how this all plays out and send us pictures of the house once you get it, all right? For sure, definitely. All right. If you are looking, boy, there's a lot of competing forces in that situation, right, Mark? Like when it's just hard. That's why it's really good when he started talking through and he, I said, let's, what's the priority? The house, the retirement, then college. I mean, just think about all that equity. By the way, the other thing you can do with all that equity, once you sell that rental property, you can pop a bunch of money straight up into the 529 plan and really beef that up. So there's so much, I feel like that equity is a little bit wasted. I know, I know I'm not getting it, but it's just my two cents. Mark Talercio is the co-host and executive producer of the show. Karen Kranick is our web queen. We are distributed by Paramount Global and we drop our episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Try to do something nice for someone else today. Change your work, change your wealth, change your life. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you on Thursday. If you like Money Watch, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover... Inside the house, there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God, this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker. 
The Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, The Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on Wondery Plus.